Hey, I'm Cherry Galore. And I'm Shakayla. Welcome back to the Hottest Wellness Podcast, I've Got Time, where we discuss personal growth, relationships, and how to embody the Be Better lifestyle. Hey, baby. What's poppin'? You know, it's been a minute for us. Yeah, y'all don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super excited to be recording again. I feel really good about today's episode, and I'm excited because we made a bunch of changes to the show. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Why are you nervous? Change is good. Yeah, change is good. Change is exciting. I can't wait to hear this back. Yeah, change is scary too, though, you know? That's something that we're always mindful of, but... I can't remember what I was reading or listening to. Oh, it was Will Smith. It was that documentary we watched a while ago, like on Disney Plus, where he was like traveling to the different locations and stuff. Yeah. And he was saying that his grandmother used to tell him like, whatever is on the other side of fear is like way better than just being scared. So, you know, I feel good about it. And if this don't work out, we can always try something else that's like unlimited chances that we have that's a fact because we are the studio period so you know the first change that we have breaking into the show i know you guys are used to us doing the gratitude um at the end of the show but we're gonna kind of like move that segment to the beginning of our show and this week we're gonna drop an affirmation on y'all because We want to send you guys into the week with positivity, love, light, just something to get you going or whatnot. Yeah. Do you want to say the affirmation? Child, I'm going to have to lift up the phone. You know I can't see without my glasses on, child. (laughs) Okay. This week's affirmation is, I was created perfectly. I love and accept all parts of who I am, and I am committed to growth in the areas I wish to change. Period. Per. How does that affirmation make you feel? It makes me feel like I should embrace everything about myself and not try to hide it Mm -hmm. to make not make other people feel comfortable, but I guess be more attractive to people. Ooh, it's like really hitting me right here, you know? Yeah, story of my life, <laughs> my past life. That's not me anymore. Which life, in this, in this lifetime or another lifetime? Like this lifetime, but like the old me. Okay, okay. I can really resonate with that for sure. Yeah. How does it make you feel? Um, It makes me feel kind of empowered, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I personally can be really hard on myself sometimes, whether it's things that have to do with my looks or even my personality, how people are perceiving me. So, you know, it's nice to just put all that stuff to the side and just actually think about the good qualities about me, the things that make me beautiful, and just be grateful for that. So, yeah. Yeah, you're amazing. Maui, Maui, Maui. (laughs) Shout out to Moana. 
So, <laughs> speaking of loving ourselves, what are we talking about today? Well, this week we are talking about confidence, um, societal pressures, and beauty standards. The beauty standards, how they all have an impact on us socially, you know, economically, mm-hmm. and just how it affects our personal self-esteem and you know how everybody has been responding to that generally yeah and i feel like it even affects who we become friends with oh absolutely yeah like oh you look like that i can't be Um, or are you just automatically judged like oh she's not or he's not this or that i honestly been catching myself as I meet new people lately and like unlearning the behavior to like assess somebody when I first meet them, whether it's like whatever vibe they giving off of or me trying to like look at them and like perceive them or think like, oh, she just gonna go outside with her toenails not done. Like I'm trying to get away from that. Dang, you talking about me? No, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> but now everybody knows you keep telling your business on the podcast. Ugh. I mean, that's what we're here for. It's what we're here for, technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what makes you feel confident? Um, I mean, you know, when I wake up in the morning, you know what I'm saying? If I just did my hair, if I just accomplished something that I said I wanted to accomplish, if I got on a really fly outfit. Mm-hmm. Um... If I feel loved, that helps, you know? Yeah. I feel like those are very vague. <laughs> Literally. General answers. Can we get something more from Cherry this week? Um, what makes me feel confident? Wanna want us to come back to you? Yeah. To explore that further. I need like multiple choice or something. Not multiple <laughs> like, choice. What makes you feel confident? A B C you know, for me, there's two sides to this because there's like me when I'm in my ego, the things that make me feel confident is like being recognized for my gifts or skills, um, just looking good. Like I have a different level of me feeling more beautiful or more confident depending on if my makeup's done or if I have on a, like you said, a cute outfit, like if I really put effort into feeling good in a physical sense that day. But then there's the other side of me that's just like natural shade. Like I feel good when I'm taking care of myself. I feel more confident when I'm surrounded by people that love and support me. I feel more confident when I'm learning and I'm getting better at whatever it is that I'm doing because it's like, I know that I'm like really being authentic in what it is that I'm teaching or saying or stuff like that so yeah yeah I feel like that might be the biggest one for me mm-hmm. like when I'm creating something and I'm like really feeling what I just did then that's like yeah I'm that bitch yeah it definitely is like a confidence booster just to you know feel like deserving of the praise or whatever somebody compliment me on my work ethic or just my overall vibe like you're so cool to be around or something like that really makes me feel confident yeah 
that I'm just being the best version of myself, like, period. Like that. Yeah. But, you know, there are other things that can and have in the past made me feel less confident, like comparison. Mm. That's nasty. Story of my past life. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel like that affects you? Is that something that you think it has to do with societal in general, us being like in the age of Aquarius where everything's online? Or do you think that always plays a part in your life like before we even had like the internet for real? That has always played a part in my life. Um, I've always compared myself to other women just because I really don't like saying this on like platforms, but like I'm not like other women, but not in like that. I'm not like them bitches over there. Well, explain to it, elaborate for the audience. I'm not like the what people want women to be, like all extra feminine and they think women are dumb, but they're not. That's a weird thing. That's a different conversation. But, <clears throat> yeah. Basically, just super feminine. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always thought that I just wasn't attractive to anybody because I wasn't feminine mm-hmm. or that type of feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, wearing heels and putting makeup on and getting all the hairstyles and the different clothing, mostly the clothing, like, yeah, like all the women around me were doing that. And of course, that's what you see all over, like TV and stuff and magazines when that was a thing. (laughs) But... Yeah. I think the good thing, one of the good things about like social media and everything like that is although there's a lot of things that can influence you to have lower self-esteem, there is a lot of stuff that can influence you or empower you to just be your most authentic self. Like you can tell when somebody is genuinely being themselves and like representation matters. So the more that we see people that are like you too is like become more socially acceptable or even sought after you know what i mean and um especially like what i feel like tiktok you see so many different types of people and even like somebody like me who has like layers to themselves you know what i mean Mm -hmm. in the past somebody could look at me and because i'm dressed like this they might be like oh she's this type of girl but like really i'm like a million different things you can't even categorize me so I think Talk like shit. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying like all of us are yeah. like that though. We're multifaceted. We're not just one thing. And it's like more empowering to lean in, into those different things than to say like, why am I not like this girl when that's just our perception of that person? Because in reality, that person's not even nothing like what we're assuming them to be. Like you mm-hmm. ever meet somebody online and you finally meet them in person, you be like, dang, this is like not what I expected. Like not in a bad way, but like. You're so cool, or whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of like that with everybody. I expect everybody to not be as cool as I need them to be. (laughs) That's crazy. I feel like that's an inner reflection. 
But we don't have to go into that. Because I don't feel like I'm as cool as other people need me to be or want me to be. Wow, is this just a deep dive today? It's always a deep dive. We getting to it? I think um, I can relate to that, but I've grown and in that growth, it made me realize that I probably was surrounding myself with the wrong group of people. Like when I was younger, I used to be a follower. I would just like try and emulate the group of people that I was hanging around with so I would fit in, not realizing that just wasn't like the people for me. Because yeah. even I don't have everything in common with all of my friends, but they all accept me for who I am. Nobody's making me feel weird about liking certain things or dressing a certain way or having certain habits. It's just like we allow each other the freedom to be ourselves without, you know, expectation of something. Yeah. Yeah. What was the original question? <laughs> well, we were talking about what makes us feel confident and things like that, but... We can really get into like more about societal pressures and things like that, like leaning into more what you're saying about like not feeling acceptable of the level of um, what attraction. Yeah, man. I still be feeling like that a lot, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm just wearing what I want to wear because it's like, I don't know, it just automatically takes me to that place of nobody's gonna want me like because i have this on Mm -hmm. like i should have on something tighter or i should i don't know have the girls out or something (laughs) i mean don't get me wrong i do enjoy having the girls out every once in a while but it's a it's a moment you know Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like I just, what am I even trying to say right now? <laughs> um, I really don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, what I'm saying is, I just don't be feeling like a woman. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy, like, what we even think a woman is. Um, and this is like another conversation but it's kind of all based into the male gaze which started so long ago of like what was the things that was more trendy to be attractive at the time like having straight hair instead of curly hair now curls is back in now they're okay with locks you know what I mean it's like things changed and it's really based off of I think us accepting ourselves for who we are more like that opens the perspective of people how they think because somebody might say they have a type right mm-hmm. and so they meet somebody who is totally outside of their type but it's like they can't explain what's so attractive about them and it's like it's personality my nigga <laughs> it's the personality that's why you like me <laughs> yeah yeah i want to be hot you are hot. I feel like the things that we think about ourselves is not hot. It's the stuff that make us the most hot. But we're too busy, like, criticizing ourselves. You know, we got to really get outside of that. Like, going back to the comparison thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, like, in your perception or what you think, like, as far as societal standards, what's the hot girl? You? <laughs> Girl, I mean, 
Um, I can't really speak to what people think a hot girl is like as far as in the mind, because mm-hmm. people just be on some weird shit. But like, just looking at you, it's like you're you're a hot girl, you're a hot chick, you know. Yeah, but part of that also goes along with societal standards because although part of me is authentically being myself, the other part of me is adapting to societal standards to feel more socially accepted, to feel cuter myself because of how societal standards plays a part in my mental health, you know what I mean? Like, if... Like, say you, you think that I'm hot or, like, you can give me a million compliments and I could still, like, not be feeling good about myself or something. It's, like, somebody else's perception of me is that I'm hot or something, but, like, I feel like I just got hot, like, not that long ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be funny, so it's, like, you ever seen Shallow How? I'm not sure. Okay, it's this movie that came out like in the 2000s, but basically this dude, he was like super shallow. He only liked to date certain girls. And then one day somebody did like some magic on him or something where he could only see somebody for their inner beauty. Mm -hmm. And he was dating this like overweight chick. And he could, he's seen her literally as this like skinny, blonde, like girl. Mm -hmm. But everybody else seen that she was like overweight. Yeah. No uh, body shaming or nothing up in here, but well, that's she's just, just, I'm just, just she was a big girl. Is that better? I feel like saying somebody's overweight is like I don't know what to say that doesn't sound terrible. She she was a BBW. Okay, let's say yeah, let's that. Let's go with that. Let's go yeah. with that. She was a BBW, so he was like picking her up, and then it was like. The he actually fell through the stairs at one point and he couldn't. He's like, What the fuck? Because he, like, literally, he only seen her for who he seen her for on the inside. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like me, except for like what people is seeing on the outside. It's like I'm not seeing that on the inside. It's like giving body dysmorphia. Damn, we'll have to like talk about that here and now, but like, low key, I mean, that's a lot, of my, a lot of my friends tell me that I have body dysmorphia. But that's also from, like, experiences in my social settings growing up. You know what I mean? Like, when I was younger, nobody was like, oh, she's a cute girl. Like, I wasn't one of the cute girls. I was one of the weird girls. So, for people to be like, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. It's just like, okay. (laughs) You know? I do things to feel cuter. I don't like, you know. Well, what actually makes you, what do you see in yourself that is cute? Do you see anything that's cute? Yeah, I mean, I see cute stuff about me, but at the same time, I pick up apart other things. Like, you know, like, I think I'm pretty, but I feel prettier with makeup on and hot girl clothes. Like, wow. Let me be the one to tell you and stamp it right now. You absolutely don't need any of that to be pretty. You're like actually pretty no shade to anybody else thank you yeah i feel like um in my opinion like a hot girl to me is kind of like the fashion nova girl 
I think that is the idea for a lot of people. Um, maybe like a Kardashian, like a Kim Kardashian type of girl. Like, yeah, have a certain body shape. You know, I think even being a hot girl extends now to the things that you have. So like, if people see you posting on the ground with like Gucci bags or tail fars, like that makes mm-hmm. you more of a hot girl as well. That's corny. Um, I really hate that. It really is corny, but this is what we're talking about today. Yeah. It's like literally this is the the picture that society paints or whatever. And a lot of people was faking, first of all. Like, I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday, and I was like, you know, I really haven't been feeling like posting online because I feel like I'm just faking right now. I don't want to be another one of these people that's faking. I'm, like, really getting tired of Instagram. Yeah. Like... Part of me is like, I want the likes, I want the comments, I want the views. But then the other part of me is like, this shit is so fake. It really is. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm kind of just over all social media, but I'm like sticking it out for the brand. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I really don't want to be on my phone like I don't know if like you be paying attention but like I really don't be on my phone like that mm-hmm. like since I don't I'm here <laughs> like I don't really care about it <laughs> yeah being present in the moment is really important I feel like everybody should try it four out of five stars highly recommend it Only four? I said four out of five here. What you want from me? I guess there is reality that takes away the star. Exactly. Ugh, capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so definitely. Do you want to jump into mental health matters? Let's do it. I feel like this is a good space to kind of go into that. So... You want to explain our new segment, Mental Health Matters? You do it. You do it. Take it away. (laughs) So, well, first of all, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, you know, we wanted to expand on our platform, want to discuss issues that impact our personal mental health and just like, you know, be a positive force for our community and things that other people are going through and bring to light conversations that need to be had that we feel like are not addressed enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since this week we're talking about like, you know, uh, confidence and our self-esteem and how societal and everything, that's something that definitely plays a big part in our mental health life. The way that you see yourself, the way that you see other people, how it is that we even experience life every day, like, can be all based off of our mental health. You know how I feel like mind, body, and spirit work together. When one thing is off, everything else is off. So, like, your mental health fucked up, so is your emotional health, and then that starts fucking up your physical health, and then next thing you know, you just down bad. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be negative, I'm just saying that you had to pay attention to the different, to all parts of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, do you feel like this impacts your mental health, or can you share, like, in ways that it impacts you and what you do about it? Um, 
It definitely. When you say it, what is it? Like just like just social like, media or just trying to social media keep up with the society standards in general? Mm-hmm. Societal standards, just like the pressures to look a certain way or even like express yourself a certain way online. Um, it definitely affects me in every area of my life, I feel like. Even... Even at work, like going into jobs, like I feel like I have to be, I don't know, I have to have something that's like kind of feminine so people aren't making assumptions, Mm -hmm. but like I still want to be comfortable, but I can't be too comfortable. Let's address this. So... Very nice young man (laughs) that I met recently uh, greeted me on some like, what's up, my G? You know what I'm saying? And he meant no harm by it. He was being respectful the best way he knew how to. He don't know me. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it really... That kind of fucked me up in the head a little bit because it just played right into, oh, so I'm dressing masculine, so now niggas are dressing me like a nigga. I'm a lady. (laughs) (laughs) I want a hug. I'll take a handshake if that's the vibe, but, like, I'm not a nigga. I'm not a stud. I just like these clothes. (laughs) Like, where was I going with that? Um, Don't assume that just because a woman has on masculine clothes that she does not identify as, I guess, what you would consider a feminine woman. Mm-hmm. Like, that really fucked me up and I felt like I needed to change my entire wardrobe just to avoid that happening again. Like, I still think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want anybody to do that to me. You know, like, I a lot of things I started to base my own personal life is based off of the things that I teach Max and Eva. And it's like, if I'm teaching this, I need to adapt that to my life as well. So, like... If it was Max and Eva, I would be like, well, you know, you can't change how people perceive you, but you just have to continue being yourself. Or maybe it's a moment where you can educate somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. And depending on the environment, then it might be a healthy space to do that. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you kind of did. You was like, I can do it with a hug. Like, yeah. you know. Um, the thing is, is we kind of have to be like really aware of ourself but also of other people because we all have different life experiences and stuff mm-hmm. and like what I was thinking in my head when he went to do, do that was that he automatically assumed that you were like a masculine woman or like a stud or whatever because a lot of women gay women that are masculine presenting that he met wanted to be treated a certain way and they find, find some of them find it disrespectful like you know, in the LGBT community, now it's like so many levels to it mm-hmm. that people don't even know how to like, how to interact with gays sometimes. Like, like 
Y'all don't have to treat us differently though. Like we we're really still don't. people. <laughs> um, and it just comes to like maybe just having to ask somebody like, you know, how are how do you represent yourself or something yeah. like that? It's better to ask than just to assume and just treat somebody weirdly, you know what I mean? Like even sometimes people they're so uncomfortable with your gayness, like not even just what you wear, because even though like I'm been presenting, people still be treating me weird sometimes. Like especially other women, they be acting like I want to like them all the time or something. It's just like just trying to be Is friends. She flirting with me, and it's just like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. Um, or you know like. They just try and like come at you like you could tell their energy is just different the way that they treating you or talking to you or something like that. Or even it, the situation that make me most comfortable is the men specifically that know that I'm gay and then they keep like coming at me a certain way or like trying to make the conversation fit like a heteronormative perspective. Like, well, I went on a podcast a while ago, and he knows that I'm gay, and he kept asking me questions about, like, dating men. That shit was weird. And it was like, I dated men. Obviously, I got two whole children, so Mm -hmm. I can speak from that perspective, but it just would have been better if we opened up that conversation to talk about, like, all different type of relationships because what straight people fail to realize, this conversation went on a tangent. It's fine. But um, what what straight people fail to realize is that we're gay, but we're in regular relationships just like y'all niggas. Right. Why do y'all think all of a sudden because it's gay, it's like totally different. Like the rules changed or something. Like the rules ain't changed. We still two people with the same things going on in our relationships as straight people. Why do y'all act so fucking weird? Like, what was we watching the Kardashians and they was talking about Caitlyn Jenner and Chris referred to her girlfriend as her friend. Yeah. And that's like something that happened to all gay people. They always talk about somebody's little friend, your friend, and it's like, you be my woman, my baby. <laughs> Like, like this is my girlfriend, everybody. Welcome to your favorite cousin being gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know that's the thing. I think um, for me personally, what really affects my mental health, especially in the past, well, one is like a lot of things that go down to like finances or classism, mm-hmm. like it. I'm not going to post if I feel like I don't have, like, what it takes to be posting or something, if that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like... What you mean? I don't want to be giving, like, poor. (laughs) I don't think you ever give poor. I know, but it's on purpose. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, for me personally, that's what affects me mentally is I feel like I have to put off this certain image and I think a lot of people can relate to that of like having certain things or keeping up a certain lifestyle um I feel like that impacts my mental health more than anything and then also just like 
it's certain things that I won't do on certain platforms. Like, you probably will rarely catch me on Instagram, like, with no makeup or something. But, like, on TikTok, I'm like, it's very much come as you are. Mm-hmm. Whereas Instagram, that's, like, a whole different thing. Like, Yeah, Instagram is mad polished. Yeah. Like, the whole vibe of Instagram is totally different, which is another thing I feel like that impacts a lot of people's mental health. It's just, like, trying to be something that you're not to be socially acceptable so when i say like the fashion nova girl like you know when fashion nova started really coming out it was good for women who naturally have a body shape like me like i'm literally wearing fashion nova jeans right now there's something that these jeans do for me that other jeans cannot and it's not make my booty look bigger it's all about the fact that my butt can fit in these jeans but my waist in the pants is not loose like before these jeans niggas used to have to go to a seamstress or have to like sew their own jeans so like the back isn't hanging out like i remember growing up and like niggas would make fun of my panties because every time i'm leaning over you could see them bunched up out of my pants (laughs) and it was like i couldn't do nothing about that yeah and like that's something that stick with you even though you think it's like not a big deal now in the back of my mind i have this like small insecurity like can they see my underwear is my butt poking out or like i don't know like it really messed me up like i feel like several times in different environments people commented on the type of underwear i had on one or just the fact like how they could see my pants or something like i just you know what i mean yeah and um, it's kind of like we all want what we can't have, I think, too. That affects our mental health. And then that's how people start feeling like they have to change who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you can relate to that? Like, is there things that you want to change about yourself? I don't know if I can say... There's anything I would change now, mm-hmm. like the I'm when I was younger, not even necessarily like in high school or anything, maybe even like college. Like I would just, I would just want to look different. Like I would just want to look like the light skinned girls with pretty eyes because they got all the attention, mm-hmm. or. I don't know. I just wanted to look like somebody else. Yeah. I don't think I wanted to look like somebody else, but there's a lot of things about myself that I wanted to change, but it wasn't like to look like a certain type of person. Like, even though that's very much a thing, a lot of girls are starting to have like the exact same makeup style, drag. <laughs> um, <laughs> A lot of women wear the same exact kind of clothes. Like, you can go somewhere and it's like any one of these girls could be basically wearing the same outfit. It's like no individualism. Yeah. And um, as far as cosmetic surgery and stuff go, there's a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to change about myself since I was younger. Like, insecurities that I have. And now I feel like if I wasn't more grounded in who I am now 
and like have the self-love and acceptance that I have for myself now, then I might be one of those people that's like, oh, I got to get this done, this nipped and tucked, this nipped and tucked, this nipped and tucked. And although in a way that can be seen as some form of self-care, like if you love, if there's certain stuff about yourself that you want to change and you can change it by all means, but just like getting to root the root of why it is that you're changing it. Like, are you trying to be like somebody else? Um, because at the end of the day, we kind of chose this, like, is my personal belief that like, when we have our own soul contract, like when we incarnate into the 3D, we're like this, I decided I want this exact eyes, this exact body shape, you know, this is the hair texture I want to, we all individually accepted this. And then we get our perception skewed when we start to experience life and like societal beauty standards and stuff and now we like oh we don't like this about ourselves but like we chose this right this is exactly who we wanted to be like and stuff like that and maybe part of the journey is learning to love yourself exactly how it how you are but that doesn't mean that we all don't become like victims to like all of the pressure yeah because um i mean it's a lot of cosmetic surgery going on nowadays it's really concerning at this point like some of the things that like the lengths people are going to to look like a completely different person it's kind of scary like why do you not like yourself that much like what's really going on here can we address that like let's have some internal Mm-hmm. cosmetic surgery like what's happening yeah it's like uh alexa play uh i'm pretty by tlc oh <laughs> but for real literally that's like was the whole message of the song like us just trying to like you could buy your hair if you won't grow you could change your nose if you said so like you could do all those things <laughs> but if you don't look inside you <sighs> but facts yeah you know like honestly uh there's a lot of things that i would change about myself if i had the money i've always wanted a boob job forever like since i was probably like in the seventh grade i always was like i want boobs i want boobs i want boobs like um and my views is really starting to change in that recently like i'm not sure that i actually do want them because it's actually a huge surgery. A lot of these surgeries are in depth. It's not like you no know, going to get your blood drawn because because surgery, cosmetic surgery, is so popular right now. People act like it's just like a like yeah. no, it's not. It's like, like you be down for like six weeks to six months. Like major surgeries, you know, like especially like the BBLs. People just be going and getting them like it's hotcakes and stuff like that. Like people hot say. Cakes. There's, like, lines, like, at the Miami airport, people just, like, pulling up with bandages all over their booty and stuff, and it's just, like... Can't sit down, can't lay down on your back. That is crazy. Like, all this for some ass? On top of it, sometimes not being what you want it to be or in the long term and not being what you want it to be or, like, is this really making you feel better? Like, it's uh not... That's why 
a lot of times people go back and just get more surgeries because mm-hmm. they they still don't they still don't like themselves, you know. Yeah. And that's not speaking for everybody, but like most of them. I mean, some things is enhancements, but I feel like a lot of people, they start out getting surgeries and eventually they like take it out or something, or maybe they speak out and say like, you know, I was going ham on the lip fillers or blah, blah, blah. And now I like wish I didn't get those things. So it depends. You want to hear the stuff that I would get if I could get something done right now? I'm scared. Let's go do it. (laughs) Why are you scared? I feel like I talk about this all the time. Well, for sure, like like I said, I'm like still thinking about what I get my boobs done, but I would want to. Um, I I don't think I would get a tummy tuck now, but that's something that I definitely thought of for the last few years, like getting a tummy tuck. Just because I have had kids, I have like, this is some medical terminology said, but like, it's like when you have like your diastasis recti, it's like bulging after you have a baby. And they can like sew it up so that it's not loose anymore. Like I would get that done because I like this is like when it comes to like picking yourself apart. Because then I'm like wearing a certain outfit and I'm like, mm, this part of me needs to go. You know what you I mean? Literally, <laughs> you <laughs> when you you put this dress on the other day and you've been talking about your stomach, girl. What stomach? I feel like I have a fupa. Like, I'm hiding my stomach right now. (laughs) I wear high-waist jeans all the time. You know, this is like, a lot of people have these same insecurities, but instead of acting like they bother them, instead of getting to the deeper meaning of why they bother them, or just like loving the way that their body has transformed, we just normalize getting surgery, you know? Yeah. And I'm not against surgery. I think that you should do what makes you happy. Um, and I support anybody that wanna change stuff about themselves. I just feel like do it safely. Do research. You know, get like a board certified doctor. Don't just be going to anybody. Don't just be flying outside the country to get it done and you can't go back there you can't afford to get revisions done. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of surgeries, you gotta, there's maintenance on it. Yeah, it ain't like a one and done. You can't just get your boobs done and then never think about them again. And that shit ain't cheap. And you know, ultimately we're putting foreign substances in our bodies. So while we having these conversations about how food is changing and how everything has chemicals in it, like that is us putting chemicals in our body that otherwise wouldn't be there. And sometimes they say, oh, well, this has a natural chemical in it that's created by your body, but like you didn't agree to have high cheekbones, my nigga. That wasn't meant for you in this lifetime. And now your face is like it's solid like a rock because you keep getting all these filters. Like that ain't everybody. Some people should look real good, Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. But some people's don't and look good at all. Um, another thing I would change about me is it's like I have like one lazy eye. We've talked about this. And you was like, <laughs> okay, now I do see it though, like after I pointed it out. But like literally the whole brow and everything, like one of it is like literally lower. And um The fact that we talked about this 
and you're bringing it up and I'm still not like girl but you don't understand like every time I do my makeup I literally have to do my brows a certain way like to me if I got this surgery done like an eye lift on one of my eyes it would transform my everyday lifestyle where I would not be insecure about this one thing so that's why I kind of understand certain people getting things done that's when you like stop and think about okay is this the insecurity that's rooted in like something outside of myself like oh I see these girls and they have like did you know the new fox eye trend where people want to have Asian eyes like am I doing something mm-hmm. like that where it's like oh I just want to have those eyes like Asian girls now that's like what's popular or am I doing it because literally this is an insecurity in me that I have a lazy eye every time I do my makeup I feel bad about it every time you know what I'm saying? I'm putting on my eyeliner and I'm like trying to match up the different size because they don't really match. Or when I take pictures, I'm like getting my good side. So yeah. that's why I say like, you know, these things, it's like maybe that person do need to get surgery to feel good about themselves. I don't know. Like you don't know how bad something might be affecting somebody's mental health and then to get something done. Or like what if somebody got a nose job and it was simply because they couldn't breathe? Like niggas can't breathe. So, you never know. Another thing I would get done, though, (laughs) is, like, I would get a little bit of lip filler, like, on the edges of my lips right here so they could be more plump. Like, basically how I do my lip liner, I want to not have to do my lip liner like that. I just want my lips to just be, like... (laughs) Yeah. That's what I would get done. If you get your lips filled... It wouldn't be like whole lip though. It would just be like on the edges right here and like right here. So my lip could like be more pouty. I, I create a 3D effect with lip liner and contour. I'm already doing that every day. Imagine me every day not having to get up and do that because I would look at my lips and be like, they're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Right, but I can... But there's a lot to consider with that. Like, what are the dangers of it? You know what I mean? How is my body going to react to those foreign substances in there? And am I going to have to keep doing this? You know what I mean? You definitely would have to keep doing that. All that shit. (laughs) You are beautiful. Your lips are perfect. You literally have the lips that everybody wants. It's so crazy how we just look at ourselves so differently it is crazy though you know what I mean and that's why these conversations is important because one we need to reflect within ourselves like is this just a bunch of shit that we're making up because of self hate which is taught by society you know what I mean sometimes it's taught by our environment some people grew up in environments where somebody was calling them ugly all their life and they're like I dead ass think I'm ugly. Like, if you hear it yeah. enough times, that becomes your truth. And uh, one thing I learned is, like, not to attach a narrative or a story to all of my flaws or my problems or, you know, my grievances. It's like, sometimes it's just the emotion that I need to get through, but it's not something that I need to hold on to. Like, okay, I don't like this one thing about myself, but sometimes I just need to get through that emotion. Like, that day, I just don't feel confident. But the next day, I'm coming back as a better bitch. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, too. So, do you want to introduce our next segment? Oh, shit. What's next? 
Girl, no, not like this. Okay, well, <laughs> this week we are combining two of our new segments. Uh, our first segment is called For Us, By Us. Gang, gang. You know what I'm saying? And in this segment, we're going to be either highlighting a black person, maybe a business, or just something going on in the black community. Um, and, you know, just spreading the positivity within our own community and also awareness to certain things. Mm-hmm. And then you want to explain our other our other topic? Segment? Alexa, play Tanache. Bad bitches link up. Shout out to the Taz Angels. <laughs> oh, let's not. Not them. Oh, not them. But they are the ones who made up that saying now. We so. don't want we don't want to represent that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not even know. Ah. We'll have to explain that here. You can tell me later why. Okay. Oh. Uh <laughs> but lay my last. <laughs> So, yeah, Bad Bitches Link Up is where we're going to share, like, our dates, you know, if we went somewhere cool, did something fun, we'll share it with you guys, and, you know, we're baddies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, this week, we are highlighting a black-owned business in Hampton. What's it called, baby? 1865 Brewery. Right, so it's in Hampton in the Phoebus area. If you guys are interested in checking it out, it's a brewery. It says it in the name. They have a lot of different options as far as like seltzers. I think they have some wines too on tap. Mm -hmm. They have lots of different beers. They have flights available. And the location was pretty cool. Yeah. It was really cozy. Um... We didn't get to go out in the back. We still want to go back when it's like nighttime because they have like fire pits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what what did you think about this place when we went there? I thought it was cool. We got the seltzer flights. That was cool. Do not recommend the spicy pineapple. Anything spicy, don't, unless you really bought that life, don't do it to you. It's not yeah. a chill experience. It's not like, mm, just a little spice. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is that a jalapeno <laughs> in my drink? Yeah, that one was intense. But you remember what your favorite one was? Mm, I want to say it was the blood orange. That one was really good. Oh, yeah, you were really into that. Which one did you like? I like the regular pineapple one. I think the mango was cool, but I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, the regular pineapple was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I also had got some wings and we got some fries. Um, the food was cool. I'll definitely try something else. And I did. They actually are uh, like a coffee shop as well. So if you're not an alcohol drinker, you can go there and get like a, they make different lattes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And um, the owners were there when we went. So it was mm-hmm. really cool. They came in like introduce themselves to us and like yeah they were really know, nice super accommodating service so yeah check out 1865 brewery yeah and for my nerds it's like right across the street from this really cool comic slash it's like an antique comic store yeah it's amazing check it out 
<laughs> we don't know. I don't know the name of it, so I can't like really say. But it is a cool place. Yeah, you know when you see it. <laughs> Especially they still got the Spider Man poster on the outside. Okay, yeah. He was wearing a COVID mask. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man don't play that. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool though. Fun times. How you feel about the convo? What convo? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what we were just talking about. The podcast episode. Oh, I feel good about it. I feel like I hope that we touched on everything that we wanted to touch on and like discuss something. It would be great if you guys, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter or slide into our DMs. Mm-hmm. The hit podcast us. DMs. Girl. You got to say it. You got to say it. Why do you have it? to say that? Because people get carried away. Baby. I haven't had anybody that follows the podcast follow me personally yet. So I don't think. I'm scared. What are you scared of? I don't know. Just the the personal attachment of it all. Like when people are really like fangirling or fanboying. Like, Well, you know, part of our podcast growing, you know. Mm-hmm. That's going to be part of the growth, so I feel like that's something you're just going to have to work on or whatever, because... Yeah. I want people to stand me. I don't know what you're talking about. Stand me, but, like... That's the point of creating a community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... They'll know what to do. There's a podcast that we listen to together, and I reached out to one of the people. I didn't reach out to their personal page. I, like, directly messaged her. What if her man was like... Uh, that's some weirdo stuff. Like, why she messaging you directly? Like, you know what I mean? It's it doesn't have to be weird. I feel like it's a personal thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't want to be approached. Ah! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I love it. Like when every time somebody comment on my YouTube video, it make me feel like so great. So oh, yeah. What a nice comment. The comments are coming, baby. We got a few comments on our last week's video. Yeah. Yeah. So, we just got to keep going, putting out the content. And if you guys enjoy the content, then interact with us and let us know what's good. Yeah. Speaking of what's good, what are you making time for this week? The gym. (laughs) Um... I was thinking about what my new schedule is going to be like, and I don't know. I feel like I'm only going to be able to work out on the weekends. I don't know. I feel like you'll definitely have to figure out what that schedule looks like for you, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe just give it a couple days, see how you can figure it in. And if you can, reach your goals by just going on the weekend, you know what I mean? Or -hmm. what that means for... What else do you have to do differently during the week since you're only hitting the gym on the weekend? Yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) I need the gym. It keeps me from being angry. Not angry. I don't be angry, but like, I don't know. It's like a smoother transition into the day. I can handle more if I work out. Yeah. Yeah. What are you making time for? This week, I am making time for branding, personally and on a business level, um, because I have goals, and unfortunately, it's 2022, and you can't build a brand unless you're building a social media platform. 
So I really want to just get into my bag and figure out like what is my bag? Like what is it that I'm trying to connect with people with? Um, this past week I had a reading and the guy had a reading where he was astrologer. Mm-hmm. So like he kind of gave me some tips on like which houses I need to be looking into and stuff like that. And like what type of content I need to be posting that's like in alignment with me based off astrology. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. I really um, just want to make more time for that and like figure out what it is that I'm doing because right now I just feel kind of lost in the sauce and uh, discouraged from posting. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm on my way to just being super far removed from posting on social media. It's just, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I know what I want to post. And, like, I'll do that. But at this point, it's just like, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Well, without further ado. I've I've got got time. time.